0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads. I'm Mike Leidman. And I'm Chris Polanski. And we're two dads who also happen to be nerds. We certainly aren't experts, but we are open to sharing our experiences with other nerdy dads that are there in the interest of keeping our kids alive. Let me tell you something, Chris. Okay. I'm really regretting not getting that haircut. Oh, yeah, you are looking a little poofy, Mike. Yeah, yeah, I was going to get a haircut, like two days before the quarantine happened. And at the last minute I decided, you know what? I don't have time today. And now here we are a a full week and like four days later. And uh, my hair was already getting long. And now, you know, it's just like, wow. Now it's just kind of out of control because I've stopped using hair gel. So now the question remains with this unruly mop that is growing on my head. Is it my new quarantine beard, so to speak? You know, do I just let the hair grow? I was going to I mean, you you have no one to impress. So
1: just <laughs> go with it, right? I haven't shaved since I started working from home. And yeah, it's it's been good. I, I, I have a shower like once a week now. Yeah, it's uh, it's quite the life
0: we live. I'm just saying, I do I cut my own hair? I'm not saying, do I stop showering? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Just stop taking care of yourself altogether. How many days in a row have you worn that T-shirt? This shirt, this one is just today. Just just today? today. But before that, it was like three days in a row. Before
1: that, I had a pair of pants I think I wore like three days in a row. Some sweatpants and stuff, yeah. That's another thing. I wish I had more sweatpants. (laughs) (laughs) These are the things that you you have to take stock. You know, you're not usually uh,
0: presented with this situation, right? I have like one pair of sweatpants and then like pajama pants. (laughs) <laughs> but but I don't want to wear my pajama pants cuz then it feels like I didn't get dressed, you know? I I don't particularly enjoy
1: wearing pajama pants other than sort of like immediately before I go to bed or first thing in the morning. I don't know why. I just doesn't It's not like they're not comfortable. I just don't feel warm. I don't know. I don't. No, know. It's just no, a weird no, no. thing. I like the sweatpants. I'm all about the sweatpants.
0: The pajama pants that I wear, I'm not wearing them now cuz I had to take out the garbage. I'm wearing sweatpants. But if I was wearing those pajama pants, I'd be super happy. Nine times out of ten, I'm wearing my pajama pants while we record this podcast because I just – I have the best pajama pants ever. I found them at Walmart. They're not even special. They're just pajama pants. But I don't know what it is. They're so comfortable. I love them. Yeah. Well, I I totally understand. I totally understand. You know what? We really
1: missed out, Mike, because I have it on good authority now that the high school cool look – is literally sweatpants and sweatshirts
0: now. Well, sweatshirts I've always been on board with. Yeah. My thing for a really long time was cargo pants back in the day. Oh, yeah.
1: Well, cargo pants when we were in high school, that was, I mean, if you didn't have cargo pants, you were not cool. And we had them and we still weren't cool. But I mean, you know, (laughs) we tried. We tried
0: our best. (laughs) It's true. There, There was a period of time where I owned only cargo pants. I remember like my mom being like, how come you never wear jeans? And it was like, jeans aren't cool, mom. I don't own jeans. And I didn't. I didn't own jeans for years. That's genuinely this. That's the same as me. I didn't get jeans until I think I went to university. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, what do you mean? It was a dark them?
1: time. It was a dark time for fashion, Mike. It really, <laughs> it really was. And haircuts. Yeah. Well, what was so special about the haircuts back then? I guess I already had like the spiked hair with like the frosted tips, right? That was sort of the look.
0: Yeah, everybody has their own blunder years. Like uh, I mean, as, it's funny cuz as much as I'm joking about growing my hair out now, it's almost at the length it was when Laura and I first met. Right. And I don't know how. She was like, "Yep, I'm going to continue to see this guy." <laughs> you know, like cuz if you remember, my my hair was long for a very long time and it bordered on mullet even though I don't like my hair wasn't cut like a mullet. It's just the way that my hair is shaped like my hair naturally is very curly, you know? Yeah, yeah. So it looked very mullety, even though it was not a mullet, you know, like my hair was the same length, the entire head, but it was like, Oh, look at that mullet, you know, like I was going to say you were more like shaggy. Cause
1: I would not define your hair as, you know, particularly long, but you yeah. definitely had like the shaggy look, which was the style
0: at the time. Well, you know? the, the funny thing was, is, you know what I was going for? I was going for Sawyer on Lost. That's what I was going for with my long hair. Oh, I never watched Lost, so I, I cannot reference it. Was it exactly like yours? No. It, his hair was long and silky smooth and straight. And that's what I wanted. And then it was like, oh, my hair is way too curly for this. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I never had Sawyer's cool hair. I, I just right. had, you know, the, my terrible facsimile. Right. But yeah, no, so I'm growing it out while I continue. I'm still, I still, I'm still keeping up on the beard, you know, keeping the upkeep up. I think you, because one of my coworkers, I ran into him and he told me the same thing. Like he was dropping some stuff off because he went to, he made a run to the office to pick some things up. And he's like, yeah, I haven't shaved in like three days. And I'm like you should just not shave the entire time because I'd love to see what you look like with a beard by the time we got back. And he's like, oh, maybe. So maybe you should do that. Yeah, I might do that. Yeah, do the same.
1: I I, I may just give it a, a go. We'll see. We'll see. I don't really have any meetings. Even if I do have meetings, I don't give a shit. I'll just, <laughs> <laughs> just do it like this. You know, cover the face a little bit, you know?
0: Yeah, just say your camera's not working and put up a yeah, old photo yeah, of yourself. Exactly. And Mike,
1: have you been accomplishing... A ton of things like around the house since you've been quarantined. Because let me tell you, this is this is like a, a Hamilton life hack. So it applies to virtually no one who listens. But you know how you get those garbage tags? You can put up more more garbage bags than the one you're allowed. Yeah, yeah. So they expire uh, this week, April 1st, right? Yes. This is sort of the last or second last garbage day you can use them. So, I got, like, six left. So, I got, like, five bags of garbage ready to go <laughs> this week because I've just been taking everything. Like, all that crap we've got squirreled away in the basement in the garbage bag. It's ready to get dumped. And I've been working away on all my little projects. My 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 audio mixer here is mounted to the underside of my desk now. Oh, fancy. It's
0: fantastic.
1: You know, it's all these stupid little projects I've been putting off forever. But now I have unlimited time. So... I've been, I've been knocking them off. Shouldn't you be working? I do work. I do work. It, the stuff I've been doing tends to be more on call than anything else. Right, right. So when I'm not, you know, ha- actively working on something, I've got lots of downtime. So so it works out well. Unless I'm chasing Ben around, which has been <laughs> insane. I bet.
0: And so is, is he officially off daycare or is he... <laughs>
1: Yeah, so basically, we talked last week, and at the time, Tiff and I were both literally going to work, and daycare was still a go, and then as of Wednesday morning, so I think two days later, my office switched to a semi-work from home, and then today, with the whole shutdown thing, they're going fully work from home, and the daycare closed, Tiff is still unfortunately stuck at work for the time being, so we'll see how long that lasts for, but... uh, they're arguing that they're considered an essential service because I guess, Mike, you just need your chocolate. So, yes, I do. And she should be hand delivering it. Yeah. Well, there you go. So, Tiff might contract coronavirus just
0: for you. <laughs> oh, thanks. Thank you. Well, actually, one of my friends, or one of my coworkers, he's my friend too. Yeah, I don't know why I corrected Mostly myself. Mostly co-worker
1: though, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. An I arm's see. distance. An arm's distance. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> well, he's the same guy I was <laughs> suggesting about the beard. His wife actually works at the Hamilton General. Okay, yep. And he told me that Hamilton General is basically going to be ground zero for coronavirus cases in Hamilton. Right. So, he's, he's like, so, probably not going to see you for a while. <laughs> and I'm like, well, yeah, I guess that's fair. I mean, I wasn't yeah. going to see you if for a oh, while, was a good, anyway, yeah, you're not supposed to talk to anybody, right? Yeah, yeah. So, but he said like, maybe when you know it all blows over and we're all supposed to go back to work, then I might not be joining you for a while. Yeah, wait another uh, couple weeks. Uh, oh, yeah, well, who knows when that will be? Because we got word today that our stay is indefinite. What do you mean? Like from your work? You mean? Yep. My boss. We had a meeting today, and we originally had. We were originally gonna go back when the schools went back and the schools changed when they were going back. So we have just moved to indefinite.
1: I'm pretty sure that's gonna be the case for a lot of people. I mean, me and a couple of my other buddies were talking about it, and the two weeks felt like uh you know what, just dip your toes in the water, see how it feels because you're gonna to have to jump in all the way real soon. <laughs> yeah. Like, I really foresee this lasting like two months, three months at least, right? No, I'm not I wouldn't be shocked. I really hope that a lot of companies learn that now they can, you know, their employees will work from home. And I know how a lot have gone out and set on record that, you know, they feel like they're going to have to adapt because all of a sudden now their entire workforce has got a taste of that work from home life. And, you know, realistically, they probably like it. So they're going to have to take a look, a hard look at how they do things going forward.
0: I know Laura is really happy that she gets to work from home. And The the balance that we came up with, like I mentioned on the show last week that we switched it as of last Tuesday so that I work mornings and Laura works afternoons. Right. And we have that three-hour gap in the middle where we really hope William sleeps. And then, you know, one of us watches him during one time and one of us, well, we've been doing that since and it's actually worked out great. That's awesome. Yeah. The the obviously the issue is is Laura is working much later, but still we've managed to get her to go on break at dinner time. She takes a break when it's time to put William to bed. So she still gets to see him for all of like the essential moments in the evening, right? And then when she's done, she's like, Oh, my commute, I gotta I gotta commute and then she like sits down on the couch and she's like, Oh, so long. <laughs> so long, you know. Yeah.
1: What a tough life.
0: And and so far William's been cooperating in the sense of you know I I'm supposed to work till 3 and if he wakes up before 3 then I stop working and I think only one time he's woken up before 3 and even then it was like 2:45.
1: Yeah, and I mean realistically if you have to cut out a tiny bit early it doesn't really matter, right? Yeah.
0: Cuz you can make it up, you know, we're recording tonight, but typically you could make it up now, right? I did definitely have to take a phone call. With someone in California while I was watching William, (laughs) which was a good time (laughs) because like just that's the only major issue I would say that this has is based off of how we've we've scheduled things. I start working very early in the morning and I'm done fairly early in the afternoon. Well, most of my clients are L.A. based. Right. Okay, So, you know, people are trying to get a hold of me at like six at night and I've been done work for three hours, you know. So today actually somebody was like, Hey, like, can we have a quick conference call this afternoon? And I'm like, I have a meeting at two, and then I have to watch my kid from three o'clock on. So I can fit you in between that once the meeting is done. And I called and they didn't answer. And then they texted me and they said, Hey, is there any chance you could you could take the call? And I said to Laura, I'm like, Well, I can't take the call much in William. she's like, Just throw the wiggles on and take the call. And I'm like Yeah. Oh, yeah, fair. So, like, I'm taking this call. I took a call in the kitchen. William's sitting in the pack and play watching watching the Wiggles, just like, do-do-do. So, meanwhile, I'm like, having this, like, serious business call, and in the background, is like, twinkle, twinkle, <laughs> little. It's pretty funny.
1: Well, that is the struggle, though, right? Because, you know, like I just said, I it's just me at home, and my calls, when I get them, are unavoidable. Like, I have to deal with it right then and there. Right. So, that's been my struggle, too, is, okay, how do I watch ban... But at the same time, also still help. So, you know, we had kind of had a no TV rule for a long time, but we've really loosened up on it in the last couple of weeks, you know, and then we're not like we're not plunking him down there for two or three hours. But, you know, five minutes here, 10 minutes there, you know, it ends up being like maybe 30 minutes a day, but it does seem to work. And usually I can try to get through most of the problems in that time. In the occasional time he'll go and play with his toys and he'll kind of be happy and I'll just sort of move my laptop to wherever he is and just watch him. But. It's definitely, that's been the hardest
0: part. If William was a little more self-sufficient when it came to playing with his toys, then I could pull the same thing. Mm -hmm. He's really, as of late, been like, you know what? I don't want my toys. I want everything else in the house that's not a toy, especially (laughs) the breakable things.
1: No, I I completely understand. Ben has been training everything. Like, he... Now can climb up on the kitchen chairs, no problem. He can climb up and down the stairs, no problem. Like, I don't worry about him going up and down the stairs. And he actually literally walks down the stairs, not just goes on his stomach or anything like that anymore. And, yeah, he's become an an adventurer because, like you said, you can't watch him every minute of the day. So, he's figuring out how to do this stuff while you're
0: sort of stuck in behind the laptop. Yeah. Well, he's – William is climbing on things now. Like, he's really climbing he's able to pull himself up onto the couch, no problem. He's really attempting to go up and down the stairs a lot more. Every so often he gets to that point where he just tries to take a step off the edge and that, that just doesn't go well. <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> so that's why we're there to catch him. But his big things that he really likes to play with, like, I think I mentioned a couple of weeks ago that he really likes playing with the kitchen cart in the, yes. that's yeah, full like of old bottles. bottles and stuff. Yeah. yeah. We threw all those bottles out and we filled it with toys. Doesn't care about it anymore. Well, why'd you throw the bottles away? Because they were covered in dust and hair and they were disgusting. That's why we heard those (laughs) bottles. You didn't want to wash them? No. (laughs) All right. Well, that's fine then, Mike. Yeah. Yeah, So, he doesn't want to play with that anymore. His new thing that he really likes playing with is the cat food dishes.
1: I feel like I predicted this a few episodes ago, maybe more than a few. When I think when he first started walking in the kitchen or something like that, you said he was interested but wasn't touching. And then I said, just
0: give it some time. Yeah, yeah. And then here we are. Here we are. He also threw a full meltdown because uh, I wouldn't let him drink hand lotion. Mm, he's worried about the coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was, uh, he was trying to drink it out of the squeeze nozzle, you know, like the spray. Uh, oh, it was no. one of those, it was like a pump nozzle. He thought right, it was a straw. Right, right. It was not a straw. It was not a straw. So yeah, there's been, there's been fun little adventures all over the place in regards to that kind of stuff. But
1: does he have a, a cupboard in the kitchen that you've set up for him at all? Cause we've had a lot of success with that. No,
0: he certainly tries to open every cupboard in the kitchen. Right,
1: right. Yeah, well, Ben tries to open it all, too, but then we basically have one that's dedicated for, like, his plates and cups and all, like, the plastic crap, and because we let him go in there, he seems to go into that one, ignore the rest for the most part, so that might be worth uh, exploring
0: on your end. Maybe. I don't want to take anything out of those cupboards, because that's where everything is, and I know where it all is. Uh, Oh, okay. I'm lazy like that. (laughs) He really likes to try to climb into the dishwasher. That's a good one. Oh, yep, yep. Yep. Laura showed him that there are buttons on the front. That was a mistake. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's been fun. Like e- everything he wants to play with is not things that he should be playing
1: with. No, that's right. But they want to explore the world. I get it. Like on one hand, I totally understand, but on the other hand, it's like this is a pain in the ass. Just go back to sitting and don't do anything. Like that was uh, that was a lot easier.
0: He is trying to like. Obviously, he's not reading. But he's taking his books and he's flipping through the pages. That's good. Which is neat. And it's really cute to watch him just do that. But the, the, the problem with that is, is eventually he'll start grabbing the really thin paper books because like he's got these big cardboard books, right? Sure. Yeah. And those things are indestructible. Like short of him setting them on fire, I don't think anything could go wrong with them. But he's got these other books that are very thin paper and those he just like is crumpling up like su- like nobody's business. And they're like his favorites, right? So I'm trying to protect them as much as possible. But he's just like crunch, crunch, crunch. And I'm like, oh, stop it. Like, <laughs> I know you just want to play and have fun, but like, yeah. you're wrecking it. That's right. That's painful. That's painful. It is, especially for me as a person who like likes to try and keep like my games and you know DVDs in good shape and stuff like that. You know, watching someone take a book and wreck it, it's just like Ugh! <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm physically pained right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. It's just like I don't like it. I don't like it. I, he steps on books, and I'm like, Ugh, stop it. <laughs> Let's have, you, be better. Uh, have
1: you tried? Um, just going back to the dishwasher thing. Have you tried giving him jobs? because Ben Ben now helps me empty the dishwasher and that has stopped him from climbing all over the dishwasher
0: so what what do you give him
1: so we he does like the forks and like the whatever the utensils stuff so he basically takes it out one at a time and goes like you know thank you thank you thank you and then I put it in the drawer while I frantically clean the rest of it before he runs out of forks and knives But he does that and he he does a pretty good job of it. And now he's got his, well, he's always had his kitchen helper, but he'll drag it over and then he'll also help empty like his cups and bowls from the top part if we burn through the forks and knives too fast. Hmm. But again, it kind of keeps him a little more under control. So I don't know if it works for my crazy ass kid, maybe it'll work for yours.
0: Maybe I feel like mine does just not have the attention span to learn a trade yet. <laughs> so,
1: well apparently kids love to be put to work, which was something I never would have thought, but they like having jobs. It's it's kind of crazy.
0: I need to get him to learn the job. Play with your damn toys. Then. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just got to embrace it. Ben threw something in the garbage today, Mike. Oh. Yeah, I gave him like a blueberry, like those little plastic blueberry containers. Yep. I don't know. I don't know what you call them. Anyway, there was a couple of blueberries in it. He finished off the blueberries, then he was done. So he crawled down off the counter, went over to the garbage can, opened it up, threw it in, and I just sort of looked at him like, "Holy shit!
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> you do a better job at that than your mother, right?" Like.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh. But,
0: yeah, I don't know. These kids, I tell you. They're interesting. That's for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Some people don't have kids. They feel like they're enjoying the uh, quarantine a lot more. One of my coworkers today messaged me, and he's like, man, I played so much Division 2 today. sounds sweet to me. Yeah.
1: yeah. That's what I keep going through my head. It's like, my God, I would get so much stuff done (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if it was just this, yeah.
0: This is true. And the fun thing is, too, like, this is actually kind of a corrections cul-de-sac based on uh, last week's episode. Remember when we talked about how the Xbox, Xbox Live got hacked? Yes. Yeah, it turns out I was wrong, and I just incorrectly assumed the worst in humanity. Xbox Live wasn't down because it was hacked. Xbox Live was down because too many people were using it. Oh, so they they ddosed themselves. Yes. Oh, and okay. it actually happened again for the second time, which is why I saw this and I was like, oh, okay. So this was actually user fault, not people being dicks. And the same thing also happened with Nintendo. The Nintendo service uh, also died down because too many people were using it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so lots of people gaming, and I know that there was a game that you were really excited for, and that I was really excited for, and it came out last week, and what what do you think? What do you think of Doom Eternal?
1: I really like it, Mike. Now, I have played it for, I'm going to say about three hours, okay? So I'm not super deep into the game, but I know people have been saying it is one of the greatest first-person shooters of all time, and I am leaning towards that. Like in terms of just straight up, you know, shoot them, blow them up kind of game, it is it is fantastic. Storyline, yeah, it's about the same as the first one, <laughs> but the game itself is great. and And running it on on my new computer in glorious HDR and all that shit, man, it it's, it's such a huge difference, and it looks so nice. And but the the one thing I do find is I find this game to be a lot harder than the first one.
0: I've heard that. Yeah.
1: And I think it's it's less about, you know, more baddies on the screen or whatever, but you know, there's a lot more uh, like resource management. Like you don't get as much ammunition and you got to be smart cuz certain bad guys respond better to one kind of weapon than the other. So you have to kind of think it through. And then your new doom guy has about 15 different attachments to his body, I guess that you know as new features and new weaponry and new stuff that you didn't have in the first game so i find that there's a lot more to think about it's less just find the most powerful gun in your arsenal and just mow through everybody because that just doesn't work anymore now have you have you put any time into this game yet i have okay
0: streamed a ton of the soundtrack
1: <laughs> the soundtrack is fantastic
0: it is and but i have not actually turned on doom yet oh and why not Because I'm still playing so much Assassin's Creed. (laughs) And the thing is, is when Doom showed up, I was like, if I put this in, I'm never touching Assassin's Creed again. Never. Because I'll play Doom, and I'll probably Platinum Doom. And then once Doom is done, I'll go, well, what's next? And move on to the next thing. Interesting, interesting. I won't go back to Assassin's Creed, which is funny because I, I mean, I did this time. I went back to Assassin's Creed, but I feel like this time, if I stop, I'm not going back to it. I'll be in a moment where I'll be like, well, I should play something else because I've been, pl- I played so much Assassin's Creed because I've played like 70 hours of Assassin's Creed. <laughs> well, so, so, so let me ask you this,
1: Mike. Are you typically, and I didn't, I assume I know the answer to this, but, you know, maybe for everybody else, is are you typically someone who will play multiple games at the same time? Like, and I don't mean like literally the same time, but over the course of a month, you'll rotate through five or six games, something like that.
0: The answer used to be yes, and is now a lot more inclined to be no. But but the no is more due to time constraints? Yes. Like, how it used to be was I would game on either my vita or my switch on my commute yes you know so i'd have the game that i was playing there and then i would have my main console game that i played and maybe a game that i would play with friends kind of a thing you know like my like a like i throw a rocket league in there or something or or the doom multiplayer i played that for a while with some friends but now because i have so little time to game it's like well i'm playing this because this is here you know <laughs> like right okay okay like a a perfect example was Resident Evil Three. Is another game that I'm really looking forward to that came out. Th- that's coming out this year. And on the same day that Doom came out, they released a demo of it. And I'm like, ah, oh, I want to try that Resident Evil demo because it's just a demo. But then I have to stop playing Assassin's Creed. And as it turned out, that day we also had a thunderstorm, and it was supposedly like, according to the weather service, it was going to be really bad. So I actually, as precautions, turned off a lot of the devices that I didn't want to die if or we had like a surge or something. Right. So I turned off the PS4, which meant that I had to unsuspend my Assassin's Creed game. I had to turn that off instead of just suspend it. So I came back and I turned on the PS4. And I'm looking at Assassin's Creed, and I'm looking at Resident Evil, and I'm like, well, I'm not playing Assassin's Creed right now. This is the perfect time to pop into Resident Evil for a little bit. So I I hopped into the Resident Evil demo, and you're not a Resident Evil fan. I don't think you know about Nemesis. Do you know about Nemesis at all? Not really. Okay, so Resident Evil 3 is famous. This is a remake of Resident Evil 3. Resident Evil 3 is famous for the fact that it has a boss named the Nemesis, that chases you constantly throughout the game. Oh, I feel like I've seen videos of this. Yeah. Okay. Well, th- you're thinking we're probably seeing Mr. X, where they've like replaced him with Thomas the Tank and stuff.
1: Oh, I don't know. I remember watching like a video game Donkey video where he's got this big ass guy just walking around all the time. Yeah, was a guy in a top hat. Maybe I don't remember. Yeah,
0: that that was that's Resident Evil Two, probably. But Nemesis, it was in the This is a PlayStation One game, so this was like impressive at the time. So, the Nemesis, like, he'll burst into rooms when you least expect it, and, like, you have to fight him, because it was the only time in a game like this where enemies would follow you from room to room. Right. If you basically booked it past the zombies and into the next room, you were safe. Nemesis would follow you into the room. Okay. And you'd have to keep fighting Nemesis or run away from him. So, that was the big thing. There's like, well, yep, we've remade the Nemesis, and we've made him stronger than ever, and he's crazier than ever, and I'm like, okay, well, let's... Let's see what happens here. So I throw on the demo and Nemesis shows up and I'm like, holy shit. They really made him look super scary in this one. And he's in the process of killing someone when I see him. So I run away. I just run right past him. I don't even bother trying to fight him. I just ran right past him. And I turned the camera to see where he was and he caught up to me so fast. Like his his strides, he books it. And he books it way faster than you can run. Okay. Like, the thing about Mr. X from Resident Evil 2 is he walks at you. You can run away from him. Nemesis sprints at you, and he follows you from room to room sprinting. He caught me so fast and just murdered me. And I was like, okay, that's enough Resident Evil demo tonight. And I went right back into Assassin's Creed. (laughs)
1: <laughs> see you're turning into me mike because i have always been like a one game at a time kind of guy yeah and as soon as i switch off that game the game before now dies forever and i won't go back to it but with doom i don't know i i'm somehow managing to blend in my rocket league and doom time at the same time i i feel very proud of myself
0: have you given a shot to any of the multiplayer in doom yet no i uh i Played the multiplayer
1: in the very, f- well, not the very first Doom, but the more recent Doom, and I, was, I wasn't I was really blown away by it. Like, for a game that literally defined a genre, it was always, like, I thought the multiplayer in this one would be a lot better, and it was not great. So I have yet
0: to try the newest one yet. They've changed it for this one. It's not straight deathmatch anymore. Yeah, as the
1: guy, like, capture flag modes and all that type
0: of Well, right? no, it's, it's Slayer mode or something like that. One of you is the Doom Slayer. Mm-hmm. And then the other two are demons, and it's two on one combat. Oh, is it all like that, or is it just like a new mode in it? No, that's it. That's the only multiplayer mode. Oh,
1: I have to give it a shot.
0: Yeah, and and like the demons can summon smaller demons. Like you play as like one of the bigger demons. Yeah, and then you summon smaller demons that are there as like fodder for the the doom slayer to get more ammo and stuff. And basically, he has to kill both of you, and your job is to kill him so that's pretty cool
1: i i literally just finished a level before this podcast in the single player where i got to play as a demon for the first time so it's it's pretty cool yeah i'll I'll definitely check that out for sure
0: yeah i do want to get into doom and it's funny because i've i've been you know plowing through animal or i would say animal crossing but assassin's creed and i've gotten i've gotten through a lot of it like i'm a lot further than i was like my problem is it's a very big game and i'm kind of a completionist Like, all of these little question marks appear on the map, and I'm like, well, what's that? I have to go see, you know? (laughs) And (laughs) off I go. Meanwhile, like, my actual objective is in the opposite direction and everything like that. I have to find out what that question mark is and and just reveal more of the map. But I I pounded through. There's, I think, 10 chapters, and I'm on chapter 7 of the story. Okay, so you're getting close. Yeah, and it's so funny, too, because... At some point, I would like to talk about Animal Crossing, because I ended up buying Animal Crossing for Laura, because she's like, I need something fun as an escape, and all of my friends are tweeting about Animal Crossing being so sweet and fun, so I bought her Animal Crossing. So, all of my friends are like, man, Animal Crossing is so nice. And I'm just like, whatever, I got Assassin's Creed. It's like going on a vacation to Greece and killing dudes. You know, like, it's just like <laughs> everything's really nice. It's yeah. a really nice, you know, whatever, it's, it's, it looks, everything looks fantastic. And then I enter this one story chapter where like a cutscene starts and I'm like, oh, okay, what's going on here? Oh, it, there's a plague. Oh, oh. <laughs> a little true true to life for you <laughs> yeah yeah but i mean unfortunately thankfully it's not as as bad as it was in the game because in the game there are like piles of dead bodies in the streets and, right, stuff. Right. and i'm like well so much for my you know fancy free escape while i sail the seas of greece you know like right. you know no it like there's a section of that game where it traps you in plague rather athens and it's like this part of the game, super depressing. And it's just like, how fast can I get through this part? It's, it's like, oh, you know, were you enjoying yourself? Have a dead child. You know, like, like just, oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: great, great. So, Mike, what the hell is Animal Crossing? Because I have never played this game. Yes. I, I know everybody was lined up. But it probably was half the reason that uh, the government shut down all the non-essential services today. You know, because people were lining up for this game. Like, what What on earth is it?
0: So, okay, fun fact about Animal Crossing, before we get into it. Animal Crossing and Doom released on the same day. Animal Crossing sales are dwarfing Dooms substantially. Yeah, well, I'm not shocked. Though. Yeah, I mean, it is a Nintendo franchise, but apparently this Nintendo franchise just happened to show up at the best possible moment in in the world because... It's already the like the fastest selling switch game of all time. like in its first week, it sold like like half a million copies more than the last game that they had that was the highest seller right and and and
1: this is not a this is not like a new thing like this is a sequel to an old this game this is this yeah. is
0: like this is like I think the third mainline one because there's been like side ones Oh sure okay maybe fourth. I'm not super well versed in my Animal Crossings. Right, okay. Yeah, you know more than I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, this one is a reinvention of the series. And basically, in the previous Animal Crossing games, you show up in town, a raccoon puts you in debt, and then you spend your days paying him back as you meet people in this in town, and then you can also like go catch butterflies and plant trees and stuff. This one is different in the sense that you show up on an island. And there is no town. The raccoon that puts you in debt is still there. And he still puts you in debt. But the difference is, instead of having an established town that's already built full of people, you build the town and you bring people with you. Okay. So, it's like a city builder, kind yeah, of? Yeah. But if you're thinking Sim City, don't think Sim City Because it's not that, in the slightest. No, but you,
1: like, plunk down a bakery or something.
0: Something like that. Yeah. Uh, You put down people's houses and they'll come and live on your island. Mm -hmm. And all of the people who live there, you're a human, but everyone else is an animal. Okay. Like the guy that runs the museum is an owl. And the The, people who live there are are AI. They're not actual people. Yeah. They're all AI. Although you can visit. That's the one thing about this one that's big is you can visit other people. Like Laura's friends are visiting her town and, and like giving her other fruit because you only get one fruit. When you, when you start your, your town, Laura had pears. I think Laura has pears. And another friend of mine had apples. So, they came to Laura's place and gave Laura apples. And now she planted those apples. And now she has apples, you see. Okay. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. What you do with those, I don't know. I think you can sell them. I don't know, and then what you can buy, I don't know. <laughs>
1: so is this? It's kind of like Stardew Valley, I guess. Kind like of. just one of those, just sort of live your life kind of games. Is that what basically? It basically, like, is? okay.
0: Yeah, Laura's been spending her days catching fish and like finding animals to take to the museum, and she's got got this ridiculous museum that she's like, I really need to take you on a tour of my museum.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, but the way she describes it. It's less of a museum and more of a zoo, but she says it's a museum. I don't know. Like, it's full of fish and spiders and wasps. Right. She's she's bug catching. You can't catch, like, foxes or anything because the foxes are your neighbors, you see.
1: Oh, okay. Yes,
0: that's right. There's a
1: tier list of animals. <laughs> or, or, yeah, there's creatures of the world.
0: There's no fish in a bow tie that's like, oh, can I move in? Because you're catching fish and you're putting them in the museum okay all right yeah interesting yeah it's 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 like a little like hey i'm gonna you know forget all my worries and and cut down trees and
1: yeah it's kind of like the sims in a, in a sense i guess too right? it is
0: yeah so are you playing this at all or i are you am just sort not. of playing over
1: the shoulder kind of thing
0: i am not laura laura is playing an awful lot of it and she's telling me all about the things that she's doing in her town she built a store so now she can buy things but i have not played myself and it's not like entirely like there's a on one hand it's kind of like it's not my kind of game you know like I feel like out of the two games if it's like I need to relax I'm going to go back and play Doom you know yeah so it's not really my game I've I've played Animal Crossing before and I didn't super like it you know I was like okay I get what this is but I didn't I didn't love it I played it on the I played it on the GameCube so I could play it but the fact is is that the this one is very like. Animal Crossing is very odd in the sense of it's like, it takes place in real time, so there's literally things you can't do until it's the next day. Oh, okay. And what they've done with this one is they've actually locked progress to the console. So, Laura created an island, and if I were to play now as a second person to start playing the game... I would have to live on Laura's island that she's already made. Oh, okay. And it already has townsfolk. And there are certain things that I've read online that I can't do unless Laura has done them. So, like, perfect example is, say, Laura has a shovel. Right. And... She's using the shovel to dig holes, and I'm like, okay, well, I want to dig holes, too, so I can dig holes. But I want to climb in a tree with a ladder. Well, has Laura unlocked the ladder? No. Then Mike can't have a ladder.
1: That that seems very non-thought-out. You know, I can, I can I can picture scenarios where you've got, you know, you buy the game as a nine-year-old kid, and you've got your seven-year-old little brother who also wants to play. But now you you have to kind of cooperate together. I don't know. It seems kind of dumb to me.
0: Well, it's basically the first player can do whatever they want, and the second player is limited. So I, I don't know if it's because like, oh yeah, you can't change what the other person's doing. like there there are so many things that I would not have access to as the second player. Like perfect example, your island has got rivers on it, and you can actually put bridges up. I can't build bridges. I'm not allowed as the second player. I would not be allowed to to use the bridge.
1: right. that that seems so weird to me but there must be some logic behind it i guess
0: yeah like i think it has something to do with like not sabotaging the person's town i don't know what it is but that sort of turns me off of wanting to play it where it's like okay well now i can't do any of this stuff even if i wanted to play it laura's playing constantly i was gonna say
1: (laughs) (laughs) there it is there's the dark secret right there but no i agree it's like you're you're you know, handcuffed until somebody else takes the time. And if you happen to have more time than she does, then you're always constantly waiting. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't like how that is, but I don't know. I've never played the game, so it's hard to say. I I tend to be drawn to games where you get better by playing it. No, I don't mean like while well, you've grinded. So now you've got this sort of, of sorting that does a hundred times more damage than the one you started with. Just like playing a real sport, right? Is the more you play it, the better you get. And I, those are the ones I like to play more often than not. So,
0: Yeah, that's not one of those games. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you're really good at crafting because that's something that like and by crafting, I mean a very specific kind of craft. Mm-hmm. Like uh, you can draw outfits and hats and stuff. Like, logos and things. So, if you're really good at making a little pixel art like that, then, hey, you can do that. But Right. Yeah. Everything else is kind of, like, f- fishing is luck-based, you know? Like, <laughs> you, you have to catch the fish, but, like, you're not going to catch the best fish because you got good at fishing. You're still going to catch a boot every once in a while. There's a
1: lot of RNG involved in this, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. And things like that, so. Well, well this has really brought
1: down the mood of the podcast here, Mike.
0: Well, you know what we could do to bring it up? Yeah. Throw some freaking math out there. (laughs) Math? Wow, okay. Yeah, math with numbers and all sorts of computing nerdy things. Okay. Tell me more, Mike. Well, you recall when we talked about the Xbox Series X a couple weeks ago and all of the fun stats that came out when they were talking about that. Well, last week, PlayStation did the same thing, sort of. They did their own little presentation where they talked a lot about the stats of the PlayStation 5. Some would say in a very ill-advised way. Why would you say that? Or why would they say that? (laughs) Well, last week was supposed to have been the Game Developers Conference. Right. And at the Game Developers Conference, Sony was going to give a presentation about the capabilities of the PlayStation 5. Well, they just did their presentation, and they made no attempt to tweak it, Outside of a presentation for developers. So it was very dry and very technical based. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They made this announcement that's like, hey, here's a deep dive on the PlayStation 5 tomorrow. And people were shitting themselves that, like, we're going to see the console, we're going to see all the games, it's going to be phenomenal. And it was literally an hour of a dude in front of a green screen podium. Talking about the specs of the PlayStation 5. (laughs) People were furious. And people were also very quick to judge and say that it was worse than the Xbox Series X. So, let's throw some comparison numbers at you, Chris, and see if we can get you excited. Okay, sure, yeah. So, the CPU is 8 times Zen 2 cores at 3.5 gigahertz. Ooh. sounds fancy right sure you want to compare that to the xbox it's eight time cores at 3.8 gigahertz oh no 300 megahertz mike mm, you're gonna feel that you're not you're not gonna feel no it. no uh gpu 10.28 teraflops and 36 cus i forget what that means i i, I did read what that meant at one point CU's. It's like computer units of some kind. Oh, I don't okay. Know. I'm not too sure either. The Xbox is 12 teraflops at 52 CU's. Now, I don't know why, but this is the number that everybody in the universe was like, oh, shit. It's 12 versus 10.28. <laughs> the console war is over. <laughs> Xbox has won.
1: Well, I mean, it is the computing power, but... The same thing is with these consoles, it's so optimized to the console. It You, you can't look at the raw specs
0: alone, right? I've heard two things. I've heard okay. two things from developers that were posting online about this. One is that the one and a half teraflop difference is so meaningless right. that it is not noticeable. And the other thing that I've heard, because the big thing about the new PlayStation, is they're really going and focusing on audio. Oh, like, sort of 5.1 surround or whatever? They're doing, like, ridiculous 3D audio. And it's, Im- to them, it's important enough, they're like, we don't think that graphics are the next gen, are really the main point of next gen. Like, graphics are only going to get so much better than they are now. hmm But where the real jump is going to come in audio quality, like, their plan is to have it like that you can put on a pair of headphones and it's like you're in the room, you know, that kind of thing. Like they want it to be that good. And supposedly their audio setup is its own thing. It's completely removed from the rest of the GPU. So that, that the, that's, this is the thing that I'm reading online from developers is the 12 teraflops of the Xbox includes their audio production And the 10.28 teraflops of the PS5 GPU does not. Right. So when you break it out, it works out to something like nine teraflops is being devoted to graphics and the remaining teraflops are being devoted to audio on the Xbox. Right. Okay. So that makes it sound like that's more teraflops than the Xbox has in the scheme of things (laughs) dedicated to graphics. Like, you know, it's everything is. Similar, but slightly different, you know, yeah. like, they, they both have the same memory, like, they both have 16 gigs of RAM. The internal storage is a custom SSD for the PS5. It's 825 gigs, which is an odd number, mm-hmm. but then it's a terabyte in the Xbox. Both of them are expandable. The PS5 is expandable through, like, off-the-shelf parts. Yep. The Xbox has a, its own proprietary card that you have to buy.
1: Now, I I had heard about this side of it, and I think the propri- it still works though with external hard drives. Uh, my understanding is is the games that you bring over from like your 360, I guess, or no, the Xbox One. So I went two generations back.
0: Yeah, well, that would work too. Yeah,
1: yeah, but they they still work with a standard sort of USB, you know. Type A or whatever port, type B port, and a, a usual external drive, don't they? I'm
0: pretty sure. They do. Yeah, yeah. they all work off that. From what I understand, you actually can't put PS5 or Xbox One Series X games. See that? What a terrible name is Xbox Series X games on USB drives. They have to be on the solid straight drives.
1: I can believe it because i mean a lot of those usb external drives are just you know 5400 rpm like super slow drives so i could totally understand that you've got to be on ssds
0: yeah but those those ones you can still have the older games on them yeah yeah backwards compatibility was mentioned mhm they didn't go into much detail they just said that they were going to do it like they were they said there's two ways to do it you can either put the old console just straight in there which is what they did with the ps Three with the PS2 backwards compatibility. There basically was just a PS2 and the PS3. Or you can do it hardware based or or software software based. based, Yeah. Yeah. Software based. And that's what they're doing with this one. And in their presentation, they're like, you can play PS4 Pro version of games and PS4 versions of games. And everybody else was just sitting there like, where's everything else? You know, because I'm one of those people. I want there to be PS3, PS2, and PS1 backwards compatibility. But they did not say that. So people were like, it ain't in there but <laughs> you know, like but that's you know that's not what they were saying they were just saying that this is possible because of 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 what's going on it, it was interesting their backwards compatibility talk actually got some real like they had to put out a statement that was like look this is what we meant here because during the presentation the guy who was actually talking he was the architect he's the head architect of the PlayStation 5 no one knows more about what's going on here than this guy does right he comes out and he's like, the backwards compatibility is working well. We've taken the top 100 games based on playtime and we've tested them and most of them work. And people are like, wait, what? This thing is only going to play like less than 100 old games? They why right, even yeah. bother including it. And, the, and then somebody, they had to make a clarification that was like, no, 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 no. We're just saying we've only tested these games. There, there are 4,000 games in the system library. Most of them will work. <laughs> like this, basically, what they <laughs> yeah, say. that's right.
1: We had success with ninety percent. Therefore, we yeah. can assume that ninety yeah. percent will work. Yeah. yeah.
0: We just tested this many games so far. Yeah. So, like, that's that's really what it boils down to. So, they've come out. And they're like, no, 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 no. There will be way more games playing this than you think. Kind of a thing. So, I'm still hoping, uh, holding out hope that they're going to turn around and be like, PlayStation Two and PlayStation One and PlayStation Three games are, are playable. I feel like they might be able to do one and two and just leave it at that because three, the, the apparently three's so like the PlayStation three's guts are so ridiculous and proprietary mm-hmm. that that's why like PlayStation now can play PlayStation two games, but PlayStation now cannot play PlayStation four. Like you can play them by streaming them, but you can't download them. Right. Yeah. That's such a, such a disaster. Yeah. So that's the thing. Like, if if they could just not play PlayStation Three and I could play PlayStation Two and One games, like I have a device that plays PlayStation Three games in HD. It is called a PlayStation Three, <laughs> but and I have a PlayStation Two and you know that plays PlayStation Two Two and PlayStation One games, but it's not in HD. They're not you know in any way boosted or anything mm-hmm. like that. And it would be nice to have that, and that exists because there is an emulator that plays PlayStation Two games on PlayStation Four. It exists, and like. They added things to it. Like, I can play Twisted Metal Black, which is a PlayStation 2 game, with PlayStation 4 trophies because they've added that ability. Right. So, I don't see why you can't play PlayStation 2 games on the PlayStation 5 if that already exists on the PlayStation 4.
1: Well, And that's literally what I was just going to say. Like, I'm looking at these specs and I look at it from, like, a computer perspective. And you could easily, if this was a a literal PC, you could easily run a PS1 and a PS2 emulator. No problem, and get the upscaled textures like you're talking about, and upscaled everything. So I I would be shocked if they just didn't do the emulator style way of doing things on the PS5. Like to me, that accomplishes everything you'd want to accomplish.
0: And they actually there there are people who have started to figure out PlayStation Three emulators. Like I actually saw a release yesterday of somebody that was like, we got The Last of Us running on PS3. You know, like I think it's our PS3 is the name of the emulator that they're doing. And they're like, we got it up and running yesterday. The, the entire Last of Us. We had no hitches. We were playing it and it was fine. So, I mean, if those guys, like, just hire those people, you know, <laughs> if What's they can mean? figure yeah. it out. Yeah, go buy it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Give them a million bucks or something like that. Great. It's ours now, you
0: know? Yeah, exactly. And uh, there's, it, it has to be possible. And, and the same thing is, like, Xbox, the last Xbox wasn't backwards compatible. And they added it in later using software. Yeah. If that's possible... It's possible for you. It has to be. So No, exactly.
1: I don't have any horse in this race. I don't care about Xbox. I don't care about PS4. Like who which is better or anything mm. like that. I I read a lot about people comparing the hard drive. Yes. Do you know anything about this? A- people are saying that the PS4 hard drive is apparently 10 times faster than the Xbox hard drive, even though they're both NVMe drives and all this type of stuff. Did you hear anything about this?
0: Yes, I did. And it, it's I'll pull up the stat. So apparently, they call it the IO throughput is essentially what you're talking about. Okay. And basically what it means is it's the amount of data that can be pulled off of a disc at once yes okay so the ps5 you keep saying ps4 by the way sorry is. Yeah, <laughs> it's fine it's fine there it, it's a number yeah the ps5 can pull 5.5 5 gigs in a second and apparently the xbox can pull six point sorry i don't know where that number came from because i'm about to read a whole bunch of numbers <laughs> and neither of them are none of them are sixes
1: <laughs> <laughs> right you just want it to be six though
0: 2.4 gigabytes is what it pulls. Okay. So, and that's that's raw, but compressed, it's 4.8. And then compressed on PlayStation 5 is 8 to 9 gigs a second.
1: That'd be crazy. 8 to 9 gigs?
0: Yeah, it's it's nuts. And I, and there was some things that he talked about in the presentation that I'm like, damn, that's pretty sneak. Sneak. Sweet. <laughs> Sweet. But like, he gave an example of things that... Think of the last game you played, maybe not Doom, but like, okay, I'm on my way to fight the final boss, but I have to go through this really long hallway before I can get to their base. Or I have to like sneak through some rocks that are a little too tight together, you know, that kind of thing. Those are developer tricks so that the room that you're heading towards can load.
1: Yes. Yes, you're
0: right. And basically what they're saying is with this new PlayStation drive, you don't need to do that anymore. Because it's so fast that it can just load the room, like, right away. You yeah, don't have that's to. right.
1: There's no clear, like, unlock the door. Yeah, okay, yeah. I, gotcha. I
0: gotcha. Yeah, there's no hidden loading points or anything like that. And, and another thing that they're talking about, which was really funny because I saw this thing, on somebody posted on Reddit. You know, one of those dumb comments that you see somebody make and you're like, what? <laughs> you <know>? so, <laughs> okay, let's so hear somebody, it. somebody's making a, somebody was making a comment and they were talking about how because of how fast the drives are, there won't need to be the need for duplicated objects. And you know, a great example of that is, okay, Spider-Man, you're swinging around New York City. There's a mailbox. Well, rather than load one mailbox over and over and over again, because that will take a long time, the same mailbox is duplicated on the disk multiple times. So that wherever you happen to be in the data it is always a mailbox close by, so it doesn't need to load the mailbox like because hey, it, it's already loaded the one, yeah. yes, there's always a mailbox loaded. It doesn't need to seek out the the first mailbox, right? Mm-hmm. so. Somebody explained that, oh, yeah, because games will be much smaller because somebody's like, well, like a, ter- a terabyte hard drive is nothing like in the comparison to the size of games these days. Like, you know, Red Dead Redemption is over 100 gigs. The the, the new Call of Duty is over 100 gigs, things like that. And, and they said, well, because of this, we won't have so many duplicated objects and the games will actually be smaller. And this guy responds with games won't be smaller. They just won't be as big. <laughs> i love it <laughs> yeah <laughs> just like okay
1: way yeah. to go stupid interesting yeah. interesting yeah i i'm curious. i'm just i'm just curious to see how it plays out because i know in the pc gaming world nvme drives yeah they're they're like 10 times as fast you can get five thousand gigabits a second or whatever the hell it is or not gigabits sorry megabits a second but for PC gaming, most people are on the same page that you don't need to spend the extra money for the NVMe drive because the SSD is just as fast. And like you get your, your advantage with, with NVMe's is the read-write. So if you're copying files from one spot to another, NVMe is way faster. If you're just accessing files for a game, you're not like, yes, the NVMe will be faster, but it's like one second faster. So, I, I'm, just, I'm just wondering, like, what they've done differently to make their games load faster. I, I'll be really interested to see when you get one, just to see how fast it goes.
0: It'll be interesting to see when they actually start revealing games, you know, because right now they haven't really t- talked about any of the games. Yeah. Nobody knows what the console looks like. Nobody knows how much it is. Fun things like that. Mm-hmm. And and that's what a lot of people were like, why did PlayStation shoot themselves in the foot with this very dry conference? Meanwhile, Xbox is like, hey, I am YouTuber Austin Evans. Look how cool the smart resume features are, you know, like, <laughs> so, yeah, so it's going to be interesting. Mo- we'll probably have more on this. I guarantee we'll have more on this because I won't shut up about it at some point in the future. But I think that will do it for this week's episode of Part Time Nerds Full Time Dads. You can follow along with our adventures in parenting at part time full as well as on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, Castbox, iHeartRadio, all your favorite podcasts and listening services. If you want to get all of us to let us know any helpful tips or even tell us what we said was dead wrong, you can always send an email to the dads at part time full or reach us on our Twitter or Facebook accounts at PT Nerds Dads. We'll be back next week with more nerdy dad advice for people who are most certainly not qualified to give any whatsoever f- from the Quarantine bunkers. I am Mike. <laughs> and I'm Chris. And we'll talk to you again <laughs> soon. It's, it's, you
1: just choked out there at the end, Mike. <laughs>